You are listening to See Through Panel, Episode 4. My name is Cole Harvey. I'm here with Fahed Araman. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about a graphic novel by the name of Eden. It was created by Tomek Woroniak, Polish, I believe, uh, cartoonist. Published by Europe Comics. I believe it's digital only. I guess I should say, obviously, we're going to be spoiling a bit of this, just so you guys know. Don't listen if you don't want to get spoiled. Anyway, so this graphic novel was a bit, um, let's say, difficult for me. It was definitely an interesting concept. So basically what we have here is, it's called Eden, which is, I guess I I don't even remember how Eden relates to the story, which we'll have to get to later. But essentially... One Christmas Eve in this world, the animals gained the ability to talk. And from then on, uh, humans and animals have lived together in a kind of very messed up system where the animals, but the animals were given essentially equal rights. And then retroactively, humans who were... I guess they call it a poor diet where big meat eaters or animal product eaters were assigned. It's basically a caste system at this point. There's different um, living areas for different categories of people who ate these diets. And our main character, Simon, is awaiting. The story is about him awaiting his sentence to see where he's going to live. And that's kind of where everything starts. It doesn't it doesn't start that clearly in the graphic novel. I believe it takes about, I don't know, it took me, the thing's maybe 200 and some pages, and it took me about 40, 45 pages to figure out what was happening in this world. Did you did you understand? How long did it take you to understand this? Um, so I think I kind of got the general gist of it, I think after about 20, 20 or 30 pages, that kind of like something's happened and animals now are in a kind of at least at you know at at the very least kind of living alongside human beings i was a bit confused in terms of the world creation whether animals had always been on the same levels as human beings or if it was um a new event but yeah it did i mean i, I don't mind it kind of you know uh, stories slowly revealing the world about them but yeah it was um it does, you know, the actual explanation of why things are the way they are isn't revealed until kind of like some way into the into the book. Yeah, it takes. I don't think they mention uh, that it was like all of a sudden one one night until maybe a quarter or halfway through they talk about kind of how it happened, which there's no real answer to why or how it happened. It just kind of is. You have to accept that. Uh, they got these animals got the ability to talk. Mainly, the book is our main protagonist Simon going through. It's probably only two, three to four days of his life. It seems throughout the whole story, um, awaiting this this verdict that this council of animals and one human, so a bit lopsided, is going to give him. So for the first, I don't know, fifty pages, I was kind of. Um, forcing myself to 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 go on nothing had really grabbed me the first court scene where he he hasn't seen so his mom and dad simon's mom and dad have um they had poor diets and they've been put into like one of the lowest 
categories. So they live in a pretty terrible, like a ghetto, pretty much. Um, they were big meat eaters. So the first interesting scene for me was the court scene where his dad comes in and he hasn't seen his dad in two years. And his dad just basically says a bunch of lies. Like he was vegetarian long before us. He always tried to convince us to change our diets and we wouldn't do it. And Simon obviously knows this is untrue. And he's wondering, he's like, what are you doing? And then, so that was kind of the first compelling emotional kind of moment for me. Cause before that, I just didn't have, I didn't have anything really pulling me through the story. I, I had met Simon I'd met his fiance Maya, who is another main character here. But I wasn't really, I didn't have anything to go on. The only thing I had to go on was that these are two people that love each other that can't live together. So it's kind of just that, you know, that clash against uh, society type deal, but they're not really doing anything about it. Only basically the saving grace was Sylvester, the uh, Simon's roommate, the rat. Yeah, he was, I mean, other than that, the art style, I got to say, I'm a pretty big fan of the art. Honestly, it it almost does remind me of uh, Titan by Vigneo that we re- reviewed last time. Oh, it is that kind of like loose line based type deal. He doesn't skimp on the backgrounds or anything. I mean, it's kind of hard to draw that comparison without color because yeah. color was such a big part of Titan. But what did you think about the art? I um, I wasn't a massive fan of the artwork. To be honest with you, um, I, I, this might sound like a, a bit of a horrible thing to say, but I think it was kind of perfunctory. There wasn't, there were, there, there were some kind of very nicely uh, laid out uh, panels, and some of the composition was very nice. But in terms of like, the character design, and I wasn't a, a big fan of the way he draws human beings. To be honest with you, especially the eyes, I found some of the close-up of you know the facial close-ups where it's focusing on the eyes that uh the eyes look really weird and disconcerting on human beings so yeah the art was was okay i I can't say it was terrible some of the you know kind of the architecture and he you know he observes kind of the the animals really well i mean that is the one thing that did kind of um confuse me about early on in the book some of the like sylvester for example the rat he's kind of really heavily anthropomorphized so he looks like a cartoon rat but some of the other animals look more realistic so i was a little bit confused about kind of what sort of world we're in if that makes sense yeah i get that sylvester was definitely the most human he was played up to be kind of just like it's almost like he just has a human roommate who happens to be a rat yes. he's got a lot of character yeah also i should note when i comp- made that uh Vigno comparison i think he looks like him in the architecture in the background so he yes. looks nothing like him in the figure drawings yes. his figure I, I i also have a big drawing with his or a big problem with his uh, uh his figure drawings of humans they just you're right the eyes kind of look they look kind of dead they're yes. just black circles like simon's eyes are normally just a, a hard black circle and you can't really convey a, a lot of emotion through the eyes like that I, I did like the art i can't i can't give it too much crap he had a good he sticks to the six panel grid type deal and maybe he'll he'll uh, expand the bottom panel to be a, a big horizontal panel but usually the layouts were pretty strong in the you don't get lost but um it's not terribly impressive Yes, I, yeah. I mean, I'd I I would uh, I'd agree with that in terms of 
it's, for example, some graphic novelists, they really push the form in terms of the way that they, they lay out their panels. And this is kind of route one basic storytelling, which if, if, if you're going to do it that way, you need to do it well. And I think for the most part, he accomplishes it. And, you know, when he does kind of depart from using like a, a six or a three or a five panel layout, then that kind of has a uh, quite powerful uh, effect. But for, but, but for the most part, it's, it's, it's like you like you mentioned, it's either a six or a three, a five panel layout. Yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is kind of not a big deal. But sometimes after after 150 pages of these the same layouts, you kind of think uh, there's an opportunity here to 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 branch out. Uh, yeah, but he does that a bit. He does that a bit in the now, now. I remember what Eden was. He does that a bit in the Eden sequence. Eden is like this. It's a type of moss, and then one other something, some other natural yes, like food, yeah. and you eat them together, and basically, uh, it's like an acid trip. It seems. Yeah, I think um, is that it was Eden, probably my favorite scene. Isn't Eden also the name of the um, of the event that they? Or, or I think so. that they, That's the kind of like the name of the event that gives uh the animals their ability to speak that event was very under underrepresented also i that that's I kind um i don't have a massive problem with him not explaining why what, what exactly happened or why it happened in terms of you know um, leaving it for the reader's imagination to 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 make up for themselves but it just I don't I just had I can't say I hated it but it was just I don't know of all the I think of, you know the books that we reviewed on the talked about on the podcast of our, our kind of books that one of us or either of us have enjoyed and they're kind of like at the higher end of like what you can achieve with um, the graphic novel art form and I just felt this was it's kind of average there was you know the, the arts have what i will say is that he does he yeah his he has some beautifully observed dialogue especially between um simon and maya and sort of the, the relationship that he has that yes, simon has with his parents as well very true his dialogue is very natural feeling it's uh kind of completely mundane just like i mean the whole story regardless of the talking animals is pretty mundane and the dialogue really kind of sticks out when he's talking to Maya uh, and sometimes talking to Sylvester because it feels it feels emotional and real. And it kind of feels like like maybe that's the one thing you can grab onto because the story, I mean, maybe it's different for other people, but the story was not doing it for me. I I tried to figure out what it was. I thought it was maybe the pacing that was uh keeping me from loving this but i didn't think it was i think in the end the pacing was fine i just think it was an uninteresting kind of story i think yeah, maybe I, there was there was something here but i don't know if he got it i i would agree with that what i think is his major problem what what the major problem with the book is is that there is a i think he how, how long is how long is the, the novel it's like 200 odd pages about that yeah like 230 yeah, I think, or something i think he, i think he could have cut that out, down by a third to be honest right, with you, third, okay. yeah, there's there's at least 
you know, um, especially I'm, I'm thinking kind of early on in the book where there's that scene where he and Maya are kind of looking up at the, the pages lying on the floor and they're having a conversation with each other after they've, uh, it's kind of a post, post-coitus conversation. And there's like several panel. I'd, I'd be interested to find out if this was like a webcomic originally or not, because there's um, kind of several panels where he's just looking up. They're both looking up at the, the, the ceiling and it's kind of the same layout page after page for about, you know, maybe five or six pages. And I think that's kind of a major problem with it as well. And I think he, he needed to maybe work alongside an editor to kind of cut some of this, kind of cut some of the panels out or um, cut out some of the, come out some of the dialogue as well. I think he could have, it could have been a bit punchier for me. I think there's a lot of um, fat to trim from the, um, yes. from the book. And that's a, a big deal, especially in, in comics and graphic novels, because you kind of have to, you want to fill that space as much as possible to keep the, the person interested. You don't want any, uh, like you said, you don't want any fat on there. And he did have quite a bit of that. You see a lot of landscape shots, which, well, I do think architecture and backgrounds or this guy's talent, like that's his best drawing. It kind of does seem like a waste of space at times when you'll have no speech bubbles and just a shot of a building. And I don't know how exactly that's adding to the story. It just is kind of filling the page. And now that you talk about it, yeah, I think this could have been... 150 or so pages and it could have told the same story i it's i was just i was just going to say in terms of the, the other problem i had with the book i felt is um it was a little bit pretentious and i also even though it also felt a little bit derivative kind of like the the courtroom scenes of the the animals that was very kind of reminiscent of animal farm where kind of you know uh you think kind of a change of regime is gonna make everything better but you know it becomes its own kind of um dystopian um dictatorship type thing where kind of humans have been completely disenfranchised kind of there's there's a there's a drug scene in this book and i kind of think most drug scenes especially the way they present it in this book is it was so cliche um kind of oh they've they've gone on a crazy trip man and it's just kind of like (laughs) yeah just what I've, I've kind of seen that before and I don't, apart from, what, what did you think about the drugs? And do you think he actually, it was just a trip or he actually was speaking to, to, to God or what do you think um, was going on there? That was, that was the scene that I think engaged me the most out of the whole book, but I don't even know if I really liked it all that much. I thought it was, the most visually interesting that the book got for sure. Cause before you kind of drawing all this mundane stuff and then he comes out just drawing uh, it kind of, at first it just looks like shapes, a lot of just use of negative space and black and white clashing, Mm -hmm. which he does the whole time, but that happens a lot in this. And then, yeah, he speaks to uh, what is supposedly God. I imagine, I mean, yeah, it did feel kind of pretentious. Um, it was, I don't know, I have an issue with every every um, drug scene having the person just like talk to God and stuff like that, because that's yes. not, it doesn't feel too realistic. And maybe 
Um, there are other ways to learn a lesson through a trip than talking to God. Yeah, but, I think it's. I mean, yeah. it sets a it it's it's still my favorite scene of the book. But I honestly just think that's because of the the visuals. I don't really have a lot to say about it. I like to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I would say what would be my favorite um, scene. I kind of I really like the for me the sequence that worked best in in the book was where he goes underground and he's being kind of, you know, he's kind of these underground, uh, actually underground in the sewers uh, and he's been carried uh, along the sewer, sewer floor by the uh, crocodile and the bird. I found that entire sequence really engaging. I thought it was, it was visually, well, uh, uh, I thought it was um, visually really well put together. And um, I just like the kind of the dynamic that the, you know, these three characters had together um mm -hmm. as well um like well, yeah that that for me was my um, story those two yeah yeah it was um and there was you know it's, it's not like there wasn't wasn't touching character moments in this kind of like the final goodbye he has with his his parents and then yes yeah, you know the, it's the final goodbye he has with his um parents and the emotional moments that he has with Maya throughout the book as well. I also had a really kind of big problem with the ending because yeah. Simon, he's kind of a blank slate every man and Maya seems like this amazing human being that's kind of at the very highest level of this, this new society. And he hasn't really demonstrated anything from my point of view that um, why Maya would love him so much. Did you did you catch? Yeah, be willing to run away with them and kind of throw away her. Yeah, throw away everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I also had that question because Simon, uh, you're right. He is kind of the everyman. He doesn't have he doesn't have any crazy thoughts or ideas that are kind of like personal to him. He just is responding to all these things that are happening, and he's kind of lethargic about it too. He doesn't. He just kind of waits for them to happen. Like the first. Basically, up until the first court scene, you see like two or three different uh, scenes of him just lounging in bed, worrying about it. And I'm thinking if you went and tried to do something to um, appeal to these animals, like actually better your lifestyle or your diet or do something like that, maybe you'd, you know, be in that upper class with your fiance and you'd have a good life. But he doesn't seem to do any of that. I actually don't even we never really learn why he's not there or he clearly yes, must have been found, a meat eater before. Yeah. I think that is the one thing that kind of confused me as well, because I think so. Th there's kind of a strong vegan pro vegan theme running, running through throughout the book in terms of um, you shouldn't consume um, animals, uh, which I don't have uh, a massive issue with, but it, it's never made entirely clear why, why he why why Simon isn't on on the higher levels with with my it's, it's not like there was counter evidence um about him eating meat before or I think one of the things they were trying to get at in the in the courtroom scenes was what his motivation for becoming vegan was whether it was just purely for for you know his relationship through Maya or if it was happening before I think that's why um his father's testimony 
are so important. But it, yeah, I think it's not clearly explained why he's not on the higher higher level. Which I think you kind of you need to make that explicit if we're supposed to improvise with his situation. Unless Tomic is trying to uh, demonstrate that um, this is kind of like a, a a typical situation where it's a dystopian dictatorship and nothing anyone does makes sense. It's just there there is no rule of law. It's just kind of down to an individual's uh, you know, these individual animals' preferences. But that's not entirely completely clear either. Yeah, I had a, I had a, that actually made me think the world building, while you don't really need a lot of world building in this story like this, uh, there was almost none. I don't really know how these animals are integrated into society. I don't know if that courtroom was like uh, an official thing or who put that together. If, if you're going to do this, it seems unnecessary to have like, eight animals and then one very vegan human on the court i don't get just what like i need i want to know the roles of people and the roles of animals in this world and i i don't think i ever learned that um i don't yeah. really i agree with you i know yeah. i huh i agree with you yeah I agree yeah with you. i don't know why where his parents lived is so terrible like i guess they don't they're not able to see the upper classes but that's I guess maybe that's bad, but I don't know why it's so terrible to be so, down there. I think one of the things that they explain time and time again in the book is that um, this is kind of like the animal's revenge on people for for them eating uh, for them eating uh, animals. But you know, there, there are kind of for me towards the end of the book, I was, I was starting to ask myself questions. Well. How you know how are these buildings being maintained? Because these animals they're not they they they're not going to be able to maintain these buildings, all these roads, all these cars, um, all these trains. They're going to need to have human beings do that work. Because so, thumbs, just, yeah, yeah, because of thumbs, and um, I don't know if you know. There's no pictures of animals reading books. So even if they, you know, yeah, so it's it's, it's entirely unclear if. Yeah, human beings are completely slaves, and you know, there's how many people are there on the planet? There's like what, um, several billion people on the planet. There, you know, that's another thought that gets into. We kind of outnumber a lot of these animals by quite a bit, and we still got like guns and bombs and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I think that it, I think it does mention somewhere early on in the book that there was a war. And this is kind of like the peace treaty that comes out of it, but I just I can't imagine any human leaders signing up for that as well. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Either either the animals won, which is crazy, yeah. or we just like they they started talking. We were like, all right, that's fair. You're here. You're welcome. You're in the. You're we're fifty fifty now, but it doesn't even seem fifty fifty. So I guess yes. yeah, I don't know how this sort of setting even came about, and I. I guess I, it's not necessary for this story to learn that, but it would be nice to know just to get that, get my suspension of disbelief up. Because right now, I'm seeing like a giraffe just bully a human, and I, uh, I just want to know how we got there. I just yes, yeah, it's not well explained. What did you think thematically this book was about? Because I had a, I had a hell of a problem trying to figure out besides be nice to animals, uh, what I'm supposed to get from this. Do you have any ideas? 
yeah so um like, uh, like you mentioned kind of part of it part of me felt that like this was kind of uh vegan propaganda in terms of you know be you know be nice to to animals i think um the journey that simon um went on is that he's found himself in a world in which um, he doesn't fit in and he doesn't like and he's made the decision that you know towards the end of the book that he's not going to accept the place that society has decided that he should be in and he's just going to try and you know even if it costs him um, his life he's you know he's going to find his own place out in the world away from from other people I think that's the the, the journey that the character goes on but he's you know like like you said there's um i think this is so i, I read a lot of um uh sort of books on story writing and storytelling because you know that's something that i'm, I'm quite interested in and uh, one thing i read recently was that if you can if, if i took simon's character out of this book and replaced him with someone else would the would the comic book be the same? I think kind of, yeah, I could put, I could place any, you know, I could place anyone in Simon's role and it just feels like it's a series of events that happened rather than a story, if that makes sense. I, I completely agree. Yeah. I don't, there's not a lot of um, decision-making by Simon that impacts the story. He's kind of like, he's like us, he's just viewing it. Yes. Which the courtroom scene completely... Uh, shows us that he's just watching them deliberate and that's kind of the whole book other than the scenes with Maya and then him running away which yes. also kind of made me not like his character as much because all he did was not fight back or do anything got a sentence he didn't like and then ran away so yeah. there's not a ton to to be connected to there um I don't really have anything against veganism but I think this is kind of a ridiculous um setting just in terms of i don't know how we could ever reach this point even if animals did start talking i just don't see how this how we'd ever get here and how a society like this is sustainable because yeah. if you just put a bunch of humans in ghettos because they used to eat meat i don't think they'd be like yeah that's fair i uh i think they'd be pretty pissed off and yeah. the one thing that this got me thinking about was because this is a big thing right now in America, and I assume everywhere, is kind of realizing that some of our past heroes or historical figures are kind of pieces of crap. Yeah. But then you also have the side that's like, well, everyone was a piece of crap in those days. And that's kind of what this... I don't know I don't know if that's what he meant it for it to be about, but that's one of the mm. things I got. Because um, we're immediately... I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't take that from it at all, but yeah. I think I think there there's something to yeah I think there is something that you in in what you said there because I think some of the human beings think that well now the animals in charge everything's going to be fairer and better and it's quite clearly that's not the way that this new society is going so I think there is something in what you what what um what you're saying there yeah it's just kind of so like in real life um a lot of our american historical figures are heroes they did a lot of great things but just like a lot of old uh, Americans from that time. They were probably racist. They might have been sexist, whatever. Those things are terrible. And then we're all having this discussion of does that 
cloud the good things that they did. And I'm not going to answer that because I have no idea. But in this book, it seems to have happened in like a day where the animals started talking and then everyone that ate meat um, was declared a piece of shit. And I don't, I don't know if everyone would get on board like that and just side with the animals. I just don't understand because it doesn't seem all that unfair to be eating animals. And the fact that they're talking now doesn't exactly flip everything on its head. But I don't know. It's kind of an interesting idea. It got me thinking, at least. That's one of the good things. It's kind of, I think there is a, what's the name of that Pixar movie with the, with the talking animals? Um, Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. Zootopia where um, kind of, you know, the the, the carnivorous animals um, are kind of have agreed not to eat any of the other speaking animals. And there's, you know, that's an interesting idea that, you know, the, the carnivores are still eating meat, but they're eating human meat now that, that, for me, was that was something interesting there. I just, I don't know. For me, I just, I just felt it was, you know, the book as a whole was was a little bit pretentious. It was derivative, you know, the Animal Farm stuff, you know, the you know the stuff from Zootopia. It just felt like these. I don't know. I don't know what he was uh, aiming aiming to to do with this. I'm just reading the the description of the you know off of um, NetGalley and. The final sentence says this, this is a smart, thought-provoking book that prompts the reader to rethink their habits, uh, which stands as a superbly, superbly crafted, emotion-packed story. I can't really agree with any of that. Um, I don't I think, think so. I think it's there are aspects of the of the comic that are well-crafted. I don't think anything in this book is going to make me rethink my habits in terms of eating meat and stuff like that. I, I, I mean, I probably think that most of us should be eating less meat than, than, than we, we're actually currently consuming. But it, if, if, you know, if, if someone was to, to give me like one book to, to change my mind into, to being a vegan, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be this one. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that way, mate. No. no yeah. I, yeah. I don't think this is going to successfully convert anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think overall it was bad. Yeah, we, it sounds like we're coming down really hard on it, but it was just for me. I don't like giving you know books and movies ratings, um, but for me, this is like a solid fifteen. So, like the best rating system I think I've come across is um, the zero to thirty rating system, where thirty, like a ten to uh, twenty to to thirty is good, ten to twenty is average, and sort of like zero to ten is bad. This is a kind of solid. 15 maybe a 14 in terms of this just it's for me it's slightly low average um i wouldn't recommend anyone to read this book if, but if someone gave you you give this to you lends it to you as a as a present or gives it to you as a present i wouldn't you know it was an all right way to spend like um a couple of hours i guess but yeah it was just very average meh yeah i think i'd probably be coming down the same like a bet. 50 out of 100, 15 out of 30, whatever. It, was, yeah. it wasn't It was bad, but it wasn't great. From what I could find, I couldn't find any other comics by Tomac Waroniak. Yeah. But uh, he's not, he's got chops, I think. His storytelling is clear. You don't yes. get lost. So that there's that. His his art style, definitely not bad. I think in some moments it looks, it looks very beautiful. Um, other times it just looks a little bit dull. 
Yes. But this, I think the main issue would be the writing. I just don't feel like as much thought went in as there could have been to the yes. story. It all felt a bit surfacey. Yeah, I think I would agree, but I think he thinks this is a lot deeper than actually is. I don't think there's a great great deal of depth to the uh, to, to the story. I think it's mostly um, surface, and the surface for it to be really engaging needs to be a lot a lot better than it is. And I would agree with you. The the, the art style um, as as an artist, I think he's got a lot of potential. I would really love to see him work with um, a colorist. And an inker, because I think that'd be, you know, his his line work is is really nice in a lot of instances. But I'd I'd, I'd like to see him as part of um, a team, and I certainly would would have liked to see him work with an editor that can kind of rein in some of his um some of his habits as well. Yeah, I think you're right about the colorist. You could use a colorist, and in terms of an inker, probably I can't really imagine it just because. For right now, there's so much white space. He doesn't do a lot of inks or even shading, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I, I don't really want to just uh, put it down the whole time, but I think we've been pretty fair about it. Uh, yes. I mean, honestly, I think he could do a food comic. Don't hear me out here. The scene yeah. where they're, where they're, um, they're like cooking up the Eden type deal. And they're putting it in the pot and all that stuff. I was like, man, this guy just needs to draw like a, a comic about cooking or something. All of his stuff is really pretty. Yes, he do, he does draw draw some things really really well. I think he. I don't know. I'd 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 like to to find out what his. Um, so it says here he's a town and country planner by trade, which explains why his um, drawing of drawings of buildings were really very very nicely observed i'd like him i'd like him to see see him spend a little bit more time it was weird because like the animals were really well drawn and but the human beings especially the the, the fact you know some eyes you can't do certain things so maybe just like for him eyes face faces are a little bit difficult but even then he's he captured facial expressions really well so it's just i don't know i feel all, all over the place about this about this uh, comic is just it le- le- left me cold, but there were still aspects of it that I was quite impressed by. So I don't know. I think it's yeah. I think we both had a similar reaction. It's we can see the potential, but it's just not there yet. Yes. Uh, I yes. think if he continues, and I hope he continues to uh, make comics, I think he's got a lot of good work coming in the future. Because I mean, he's got a he's got good storytelling, good art. His his writing, I think honestly, an editor would be one of the only things he needs. Because I think, yeah. I think you're right. If you just shaved away a third of this, the story would be twice as good. Just because it'd be that the the pacing would be that much faster. There'd be less dead air, and I don't know. I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. tell him how to fix his own comic, but yeah. I do think that there's just a few things that could be changed. Yes, I, I I'd agree with. And I think the other thing we kind of need to also take into account is that. He, this this is a Polish com- comic, so we have to kind of think about the cultural um, and the societal factors that uh, might affect things like the dialogue. So, like I have I have to say, I think the whoever did the um, translation did a really good good job because it, it sounded like 
really naturalistic um, English dialogue. Um, I don't know if you know a lot of Polish people are, you know, there, there's, you know, quite a few of my, my mates are Polish and they do have, for, for English sensibilities anyway, kind of occasionally kind of a, an off, off, off kilter kind of like sense of humour, kind of they, they interpret things a little bit differently. So I've, I've, that's also kind of in my brain a little bit as well. But yeah, I agree with you. I think I would look forward to see him, what he does kind of in the future. But I don't think Eden is his best work. I think it's like a difficult first movie, really. Yeah, yeah, I think I would agree. I think yeah. it, it'll only get better from here, honestly, especially if if this is his first work, like I think it is. I think this is his first graphic novel. In terms of a first graphic novel, it might be one of the one of the better ones I've seen. Not, I mean, not like not a completely mind shattering opening for him, but it's a good start, especially for an independent thing. Yes, yeah, I'd, I'd look forward to seeing his his work in the future. Any uh, any final thoughts here before we move on? Yeah, I don't. No, not really. I think it, you know, it was all right. It was all right. Um, I think I, I, I think I sounded like I disliked it more than I did, but it was, you know, yeah. There, there was a lot to, yeah. Not, not really. No, I'm just wittering on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think we probably did come off a little harsh, but I know we both, we didn't hate it. Maybe we seemed a little critical, but we liked it fine. It was average. It was average. Yeah. I will say. I, I hope I didn't say this already once before. The intro and the uh, tripping scene, he draws the fantastical aspects very well. So if he were to do something a little more fiction-y, a little more uh, fantasy, I think he's got chops for that. But we'll see. Even kind of mixing that with, I think he maybe needs to stay away from drawing human beings and just having like animals in, in these urban... Um, realistic environments or something fantastical. Now, I I, I I completely agree with you on that one. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, we get to see more of him in the future because uh, I I I get a feeling he's only going to get better. So. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that was a good conversation. Next time, um, we still gotta we gotta find something we can we can argue about something that you love that I hate. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, well yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we we need to kind of find something like that. Um, I'll have a look through the web comics and see see which one of those might uh, stir an argument. The thing is, I think we're kind of pretty well aligned in terms of like what we like and what we dislike. So that might be a bit um a bit tricky. Yeah, but, I um, I got the feeling uh, as I was reading this. Uh, I was like, I really don't, I really don't know if Ed's gonna like this at all, because I think I yeah. started a little bit before you, yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, I really don't, I don't think he's gonna like the art. I don't think he's gonna like the story. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. The thing is, I, I didn't dislike it enough to kind of like get get angry about it. It was just kind of all right, fine. It's it's all right. It was okay, but yeah. Which is not the reaction art should get. I. I think art's supposed to give like a, a visceral reaction, you know, either you yes. you love it or yeah. you hate it. And middling yeah. is kind of almost Maybe worse than the both. worst. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly right, actually. Yeah. All right, guys, I won't lie to you. 
we started talking we forgot to we forgot to record an outro for the episode so here it is real short and sweet thank you guys for listening i hope we didn't sound too negative we had a lot of fun talking about the book probably more fun talking about it than we did reading it but i hope you guys had just as much fun listening to it thanks a lot guys